They had style, they had grace. Mama Visage gave good face. Alex, Emma, Saffron too. Motsi Mabuse, we love you. Ladies with an attitude, fellows that were in the mood, don't just stand there, let's get to it. Strike a pose, there's nothing to it. Welcome to the Keep Dancing Podcast. I'm Ellie and you're and I'm your host. And I just poured a whole cup of coffee over my right foot. So and snapped my sound card in half. So you're very lucky that there's a podcast at all. Tonight I'm joined by Meg and Elliot to talk about Blackpool. We are still 100% unofficial, we're still not neutral, and we still wish that we could get through Blackpool without somebody using the hoist. We're all over the socials at Keep Dancing Pod, and um, yeah, Blackpool, woohoo! Ooh, hey! I mean, like in terms of a general spectacle, um, you know, it's Blackpool. We've done this a few times now. We're in Blackpool because they can't use the big stage at Elstree because children in need have it. So uh, we trek up to the iconic Tower Ballroom, which is slightly less iconic than the actual Winter Gardens, but never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they can't use the win- Winter Gardens because there's British Nationals on next weekend, so it's being prepped for that. So, so Strictly is in two second it can't use its first choice venue so it's in a second choice venue both ways yeah great stuff um and but it's got a sprung floor oh yes it's got a sprung floor. and it's so big it's very important that you know that it's big and it's got a sprung floor the winter guys is twice the size though yeah, i dance there it's massive <laughs> and it is iconic it's big elliot it's big and it's got a sprung floor just like me um, <laughs> <sorry. laughs> oh God! Uh, so the open- we might be a little punch drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean we were stripping paint off shelves in this room earlier today, so I might be just high on solvents. Um, <laughs> solvents and adrenaline. Uh, yeah, that too. Um, so yeah, the opening number. Um, I, I mean, I don't know who that was. Who was the lead in that dance? Who was that? Kevin. Who was that mystery man? And he was the conductor. But there were so many bodies. It was hard to keep track. Yeah, but there was a little bit of focus pulling. Bless him, because he always he always has to be the star of the show at Blackpool. Um, so having been already eliminated was very inconvenient uh, for him. But I, I liked that. I, we're, we are at the stage in the show where, for sort of purely televisual reasons, there isn't enough material in just seven couples doing a dance and the judges talking about it. There has to be a bit of extra filler. And as a nice program opener, mood setter, it was very nice. It was. Yeah. But we've got nothing more than that. I mean, like... 
Yeah, I mean, last year they had that really good Northern Soul. And there was a bit of Northern Soul in tonight's one. Mm. But it was also a bit like going on the Blackpool roller coaster after each candy plus. Well, it, it was the cameras swinging round. A very fast potted history of Blackpool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the hu- highlight between the opening number and the first dance was Moxie just way off cue. The judges are there, she's slowly just getting there. <laughs> well, I don't know where she was. Uh, like, uh, Moxie Mabusi, a whole mood. <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> It's like, I will not be rushed. And her mom the there. audience. Yeah, that was nice. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <clears throat> right, here we go. Let's review some dances, shall we? Dancing the salsa and introducing his groundbreaking, earth-shattering, judge-confounding, standing still step, it's Chris Ramsey and his partner Karen. Uh, right. I um, think I managed to count, like... Four salsa moves you in that entire routine. You plateaued. Like I, I think if I don't know if Wikipedia has a list of, you know, the world's largest plateaus, but he's probably there at number seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. It like, should have gone home tonight. For, he should have been bottom. For all that we like in the early stages, somebody uh, just sort of turning up and having fun and putting on a show, when we get to the later stages, just um, doing the cheeky chappy grinning act isn't enough. No, because we said he would get the salsa, he would open like he did, and I thought, great, this is the pacemaker, he's still going to be bottom and he is the benchmark for the night. And it was fine. It was fun. It wasn't a salsa. No, I mean, like, strictly only about 50% of the time are the salsas actual salsas. <laughs> 50 might even be generous. Um, some of the, I think, German Strictly has a thing called Disco Fox instead, which looks like... <laughs> Which looks like what they actually do when they're doing salsa on Strictly, which is like they put some disco music on, a little bit of schlager, um, and uh, do a sort of vague waft at salsa, but with some tricks in. Yeah, I've watched that. That sounds great. Yeah, Disco Fox. It's good. Um, The Thon in German Strictly is a Disco Fox marathon. Oh, my God. Is it an actual last couple stand? Yeah, it's a proper last couple standing thong. They don't mess about on German Strictly. Christ. Um, so, I think maybe he's, like, obviously everybody likes Uptown Funk, and it was colourful and bright, and he had the top-up troupe. We don't call them extra dancers anymore, we call them the top-up troupe. Um, yeah. behind him but I think this was an extremely limited dance and if people are going to complain about somebody not dancing then I think maybe they ought to there was maybe more than one person who was uh, not doing an extremely athletic dance yeah, yeah. because what the other person was doing was dancing yeah. but it's just from the waist up Salsa is known for your hips and your legs 
Yeah. And he spent 20 seconds in a roller coaster prop. Yeah, and then did a lot of standing <laughs> still after that. I like Chris, but he should have gone home. I'm sorry. I don't know, there's a lot of Chris fans on this, and I'm one of them, but he needs to go home. Like, there's a it, very real possibility of him getting to the final and winning. And, like, yeah. what does what does that do for the format of the show? That if you have a big enough audience who, whether you do a podcast or something, you'll be fine, regardless of your dance talent. This is what we thought would happen with Joe Sugg last year. Yeah. That regardless of how well he could dance, his uh, very engaged audience would pull him through. But it turned out that Joe could sort of dance, and his audience uh, got him to the final, but couldn't do. But they weren't that engaged that they could get him the win. But yeah. And this is sort of probably what Saffron was supposed to have done this year, but sort of apparently her audience is not as engaged as Chris's. No, no I think. Maybe it's because Chris's audience is older, so they are sitting in and watching. I don't know, but it's got to the point where Rosie introduces him on the podcast saying, these is, these votes are rigged, this is taking the mick. And when your own wife is shading you, says it all. <laughs> yeah, but we're now in a get rage against the machine to Christmas number one situation. They won't stop. Um, and he, right, he, ab if he wants me to start being nice again, he's got to stop with this absolute bullshit of the Craig flirting with me thing, because that is one of the laziest homophobic tropes. And it's his one joke that he's using at the minute. Also the kind of really creepy thing this evening, with the camera and the, give me a close up on Karim's bum. It was just like, mate, stop it! Like he's definitely give got, it up. He's got more material than that. Yeah, he is funny. He is funny on on tour, but this. Uh. It's like he's. It's like he's so far out of his element that all he can do is, in that sort of nervous comedian's way, just comment on the things that are making him feel out of his element, and if. Being around gay men and doing some dancing is making him feel out of his element, then, oh, great. It's very much, look over there, don't look at me. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, he, he, he rocks on. Do we know what he's doing next week? Uh, no. No, I think by that point I'd lost the world to live. All right. No, they only mentioned two. All right, fair enough. We've got to keep some surprises till Tuesday. Dancing the American Smooth and getting thanked by her partner for tens only on a different day and after some serious prompting by Claudia, it's Emma Barton and her partner Anton. Oh my god. Emma did her absolute best with this and I thought it was lovely how she was interacting with the top-up troupe. Yes. Yeah. Emma did a great uh, job. Every bit where it was just Emma on her own or with the top-up troupe was lovely. Yeah. I don't really want to talk about the rest. Yeah, the rest of it, I mean, there's a sort of quite... Yeah. I'm starting to think that Emma's going to win and it's going to be rebadged as an Anton win. Yeah. In the same way that Stacey won, but it was Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, because people were voting for Kevin 
and I'm scared it's now Anton. And, because at the top line, it's weak. So, so we were talking about the feathers on the dress. You would only put feathers on a ballroom dress if you wanted to hide the fact that your top line was shoddy. When the other shoulders, yes. Yes. And then her left elbow was too high. Her right arm was rigid. And her shoulders were up. Tens, it looked, tens it though, Elliot. Tens. It shouldn't have... Because I was gapping. There wasn't any timing. She, she looked like she got overwhelmed. It was either nerves or excitement, but something took over. Yeah. And Anton yeah. had that smile of, I will hold this together because you've lost it. And when she got the tense, there's Emma crying, like in pure shock, and that was lovely to see. Anton's on the floor. Everybody else, right, when they when they get a ten with their partner, they've normally... They hug their, their partner. They hug their partner, they've got their arm around their partner, and it is a, the pro is congratulating the celeb on getting the tens, because it's the celeb that got the tens. Um, like, the, Anton, like, there there isn't enough winding in for your neck. No, I was just going to say you could have... Could have gone London commuter through the gapping between them. I'm just sick of the reactions from Anton. Like, if you, you can't even give Emma the respect of hugging her for getting a 10 and Claudia has to hug her when she's in tears, just says it all. To the also the hat throwing be, thing. The, the, the <clears throat> thing where he uh, had to be prompted to say thank you to her on the results show. That was a bit like, are you going to thank Granny for the present? Tell Granny you like the itchy sweater. And then he made that all about, like, him. Pasha. uh, Like, some kind of, like, weird bitterness. Anyway, whatever. Whatever, Anton. Dancing the Pasadoble and basically ending the concept of men. It's Alex Scott and her partner, Neil. There was one golden trick they missed. What did they not do? So obviously it was all about women. Yeah. One of those females should have come and danced with her, pushed Neil out the way and took over. How incredible would that have been? That is uh, like so Neil the spare pro. <laughs> that would have been a bit sad for Neil the spare pro. But like he was basically just sort of on his knees going, whoa, for most of that dance. Yeah. It was all about Alex. So, right. So, yes, this dance was all about Alex, all about the celeb, which we like to see. So it wasn't perfect. No. And no. It, it was a little bit messy. Sometimes she wasn't exactly at the head of the V. Um, the camera angles made it look quite weird sometimes, but I gather the camera <laughs> angles are difficult and hard in Blackpool. Yeah, it's lack of it's space. It's so big, and it's because it's got a sprung <laughs> <laughs> I think by the time they fit everything in, yeah, it can't really cope. Yeah. But um, the thing that really caught me with the camera angle was when they were doing the line of arms yeah. going up. It made the line kind of veer off, so maybe, it stopped maybe. being like a multi-arms and started being and some arms over here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I feel like somebody didn't quite hit their mark. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was that or the weird camera. 
Yeah, but there was a very strange camera shot that they kept using throughout last night's show where it was like including a chandelier from the ceiling and it just made it, oh, look, yes. like, it, made it look like the whole thing was happening in a shopping mall. For some yeah, that's, it was like the top balcony in the third tier because they used that a lot in Joe and Diane's quick, quick step oh, last year. That was, a mag- that was so magical. They totally did their first kissing after Blackpool, right? <laughs> the snogging in the dressing room. Right, right. Uh, um, the dressing room's like a dressing galley. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Alex, speaking of people doing their first snogging after Blackpool, Alex, um, uh. So, right, I saw a lot of people, like, absolutely losing their stuff over it on Twitter, but it was... It was good, but it did need a lot more sharpening up. Yes. There was um, there was a lot of going to the same set of movements. The the roll-up with the skirt and the S-shape. I feel like there could have been a little bit more variety in the choreography, but as a spectacle, it was great. Yeah, as a oh, performance, yeah. she sold it and she covered out that. But when you break it down like we do, there were a few mistakes. And she did catch her foot and nearly fall but, when yeah. going back up into the middle prop thing. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was why you should never have just random steps in your routine. They're just a hostage yeah. fortune. She's not good for steps, is she? So when she went wrong in the quick step, she went flying tonight. <laughs> I'm scared. Well, it's uh, because she's a footballer. She's used to working on just a flat surface. True. But mm. Argentine tango... Alex, I, I am I, right. So we're we're basically just pouring all of our love into Alex and Neil continuing in the show now. Yeah. Yes. <gasps> Neil and Guyliner. All of our cursed love. Um, oh, Guyliner. I, I hope they get some reasonable music. It's the first one, so it's normally quite trad for yeah, the first Argentine. They normally they normally at least let the first one be respectful. Yes. Um, I hope she's just had, like, se- sexy dairy milk. You know, the you deep the, purple. You want the, you want the sexy dairy milk? I do. Well, she had a black dress this week, so they wouldn't normally let her wear a black dress next week. Nope. So it's red or purple. Yep. Or, or She's had a lot of red, so... Sexy dairy milk would be <laughs> Sexy dairy milk. Okay, so Alex and Neil... I'm so glad that Neil is actually able to fully dance with her again now as well. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's that was a scary, scary period. That was where we seem to be breaking everyone yeah. left, right, and centre. In this cursed, cursed series of Strictly, dancing the jive, uh, dancing a jive that made me wonder if they do do smeg fridges in a nice black and white stripe. It's Kelvin Fletcher and his partner, Oti. That quiff. Can we talk about it? Oh so this was a that f- quiff crawled off the stage off afterwards. It, that wig was horrifying. It needed a seat of its own on the train. Um, <laughs> the, it was in a, a cage. Very, a very, very wiggy episode. It was like the hair person had booked a business class seat and they wanted to really justify their presence. So it was like, uh, do you need a hairpiece? No. Well, you're getting one. It's it's still. Still, still for five <laughs> seconds. It got wigged. 
Just roaming the corridors. Yeah. Um, so, a nice athletic jive, and OT cleverly got in some of his gym tricks. Yes. And, uh, like, I don't know how you do the flying plank push up. That was. That's a lot uh, of core, that is. Painfully. Yeah, that, that's basically pulling your core in and hoping to Christ that you catch yourself. It's something I can't do, so I was impressed. <laughs> it's something that only a, a, a very small percentage of extremely built people will be able to do. Yeah. Dance-wise. Dance-wise, yes. Otherwise we stray into Bruno territory. Yeah. um, Did he get a public service perving uh, introduction this week? I don't think he did. No, but he was was in astoundingly um, spray-painted on jeans. Yeah, I don't don't think you get a pervy entry when, when the nan clacks on. Oh, yes, going. of course. We were no nans till Blackpool, but we were in Blackpool, so get the nans out. All the nans. too far for her to tr- travel, so he wants to get to Blackpool, so now he's done it. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, okay, right. Jeopardy. Nan-based Jeopardy. There's your episode title. Um, and Kelvin... Oh, so it was... It was a very masculine jive... And like very powerful, but it lacked a bit of the um, like the sort of subtlety that the other holy jives that we've got, like J's and um, R's. It was like, athletic, but it wasn't light. It was still heavy. Yeah, it was really punching into. Uh, everything, but that's like he's a big guy. He is. Mm. You've asked a Smeg to drive. <laughs> yeah, you'll believe a Smeg can drive. He was a lot better than I thought. He started off great, but his stamina started to fall because his feet were starting to turning in, and just like the little things he started off really well with started to fall. Mm. So his stamina basically falling down. But it was better than I thought. Normally, a winner's jive is meant to make us, like, stand up and applaud. Mm. Was that a winner's jive? No, because it's not on the bar of Jill, Jay or Ori. No, have you seen Have you seen a winner's jive this year? Because I haven't. No. No. They're very rare. Has Kar- everyone Karim, done their jives? Karim's not jived yet. Ooh. Ah. I think he is the last jive. No, Saffron. And Karim's one. No, 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 we've had Saffron. Saffron, Oh, yeah, that was awful. Karim is is the last jive. No, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. And then next week, a smeg is going to contemporary waft with clunky arms, but he's dancing to his favourite song or his wife's favourite song. It's his wedding song. He's taking his top off, is what he's doing. So. He's going to get through basically of the sentiment of the song because... Ugh. I don't think there's a way that he's not in the final. No. At the minute now, I'm having the final be Emma, Kelvin and Karim maybe with an Alex if she actually uh, knocks it out of the park incredibly. Mm. 
Uh, did the numbers for a four semi? We lost Will, so I thought we yeah, were it's down a three to three. Final. It's a three couple final. They've announced it. Yeah. Apparently. I can only think Kelvin's going out in the semi final because someone does always struggle with the two dancers. Yeah. No, I think Kelvin will be fine with the two dancers. Yeah. Actually, I think that's when Alex goes. No. That, maybe. Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, the two dance night is traditionally when AJ leaves. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Mm. Um, I had completely forgotten that he would still be dancing. Always the bride's Uh Yeah, so, yeah, for the final, I've now got Emma, Karim, Calvin, and Emma to win. Oh, God, we've committed that to pod now. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I Can we really, commit I sound really Anton leaving to pods? Yeah, well, I mean... We do that every week. It would be with, kind of With sad. his win. It would be sad for him to stay around after he'd won. Yeah. He's, he's not going to get 93 tens. No. <laughs> No, he's not. Um, but I don't know. The Kelvin, the Kelvin Smeg fridge keeps rolling. It, it does. does. It's on casters. And it will probably have scars tied to the handles. It's going to have its top off next week. <laughs> Dancing the quick step. Uh, dancing a quick step that would have made Noel Coward spit out his Debonair gin. It's Saffron Barker and her partner AJ. Right. All right, go on. Do your thing, Elliot. I have three major issues with this. One, her top line. Right arm is rigid again. Two, the her stopping to fix her hairpiece and dance off. She, you see her grab it and pull it down. You Big no-no. If it's going, you let it go. Yeah, just let it fall. Yeah. You know, even Karen just let her wig go because it was off from the start, but she's like, sod it. Yeah. You're a professional. And I'm sorry, this is going to sound harsh, but the fake crying when she got called into the dance-off, she immediately f- put on the tears. I didn't see a single tear. I just saw a sad little girl wiping her eyes. I she was immediately... It might have been real. I'm... Um, it felt forced just because it was immediate. She was looking at the judges and I'm sorry, only like one or two people avoid avoid a dance off. You're gonna do it at some point. Yeah. And it's she might just not be like it's it's a really weird emotional situation that I don't <laughs> think you can prepare yourself for. And running order wise, she was a bit screwed. Nothing stood out about this dance. You just had Kelvin and you had Michelle coming up, and we knew what was coming. So, you know, the scores weren't great for afterwards. Voting-wise, she did fall into a massive black hole. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, it was fine, but you want better than fine from a Blackpool yeah. quick step. It wasn't, I, it wasn't to a particularly iconic song. I like the music, but that was a highlight for me. Yeah. I must admit, her hair and her headpiece and everything... It was identical to Molly King and Blackpool. Do you not think? When she did her Charleston. Oh, yeah. With the waves and then the bedazzled... Uh, uh, 19... Yeah. 20s. It's flappers. I can just see AJ sitting in his jogging bottoms watching Baz Luhrmann's Great Gatsby over and over again. Mm. Yeah. 
Just I mean, mind the, for inspiration. The dress is lovely. The stage lighting and the fake tan levels and the weird colour of that wig in comparison to the fake tag made her look like a nan. <laughs> a sparkly nan. But, you know... I suppose it is Blackpool. It needed more of a story. She didn't bring out the nan. Because if they all... If there are people in cocktail dresses and you turn up in a, in a ball gown, you're at the wrong party. Yeah, she was very much certainly. If you're a flapper, very much quick stepping at a Charleston party. If the if the skirt was didn't look so heavy, it would have been fine. I think that's the issue. It needed to be lighter and flow. I tell you what, I did like though. I really liked the. I'm I'm assuming they're hired from a different prop warehouse. The uh, big uh, champagne glasses that they oh, they were great. In. Like, I wa- I want to oh, see yeah, it with the balloons and the. Yeah, if you ever have an opportunity to sit in a giant uh, giant champagne glass, do it. I do think she is going out on two dance week week because AJ's partners always excel in one and fail in the other. Her Latin <coughs> compared to her ballroom is very weak, and she's not um, got the stamina that nope. Lauren had. And she's got only got the samba left. Oh Jesus! AJ's left it that late. It's the samba or the rumba. I would go rumba Viennese for two dance week. Yeah. But that that assumes that everything's been very kind to her in musicals week, etc, etc. If he's smart, throw the sandra in then and let the theming cover it. Is it next week it's musical? Week, week after. after. We've got some kind okay. of a thon next week. Next week oh, is God, the week. score refit. With the a font yeah. to make the marks mark look bigger, the and then it's was weak. I mean, should we call it a rigathon? <laughs> rigathon. <laughs> yes, because Karim's gonna win it. Kelvin's gonna be second. Then Saffron. Mm. Chris Bottom. Mm, mm. Yes. Well. Uh, well. Well done, Saffron. You made it through the dance off. <laughs> Just ending disgustedly there. <laughs> Dancing a couple's choice that the British public just isn't yet ready for, like electric cars and green tea Kit Kats. It's Michelle Visage and her partner Giovanni. I don't care. This is how she left. I loved this. So it's like it's one step above leaving with dignity and a nice frock. Voguing in Blackpool, dress cosplaying as Madonna is the apex of. Uh, leaving strictly, probably. Cosplayed as Madonna, cosplayed as Marie Antoinette, and that. Doing a double. In a non wig. Doing a double cosplay. So I do think that this was a tactical error. Yes. I think, I think that it, the, the, doing a 100% Vogue routine was never going to fly with the Strictly audience. The Strictly audience are not people who are on Twitter. The Strictly audience um, aren't, like, Instagrammers. The Strictly audience are older, slightly conservative people who have got a very fixed idea of what dancing is, and it's certainly not what the gay chaps did in the 80s. Um, no. no. No, well, certainly, yes. I don't think Voguing was... 
particularly huge in the UK anyway. No. But um, if you got it or not, you're going to remember it. Because how could you forget yes. that? How could you forget yeah. her in a giant Georgian dress? If you were going to, if you were going to strictly fly a Vogue routine, I think I would have done that as theatre jazz, um, and had her do a sort of quite stylized courtly dance routine with the top up troupe and geo for like the first thirty seconds. Then do uh, thirty seconds of voguing, and then for the last thirty seconds, do a skirt tearing dress reveal, and do thirty seconds of like hardcore jazz and a leotard. <laughs> I was with yeah. you until the end. Well, uh, but the quadrille would have been quite nice. You would have had you would have had to do something that would have sold the look. I'm I'm bloody dancing to the people who won't be told at home. Yeah, because yeah. the thing to remember is Michelle and Gio had no physical contact. Everything she did was on her own and she was in time every single time. And with your arms, that is so difficult. difficult. And in the dance-off, she went for it. Yeah, She yeah, definitely yeah. applied that critique because she was powering forward. She was fierce with the fan more. And you know, like Craig said, one of you applied the critiques. And if we're not going to save the one who's listened and improved, what's the point of a dance-off? Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I could have done without Craig Craig explaining voguing to Mama Visage. Yes, uh, given, but, but also the fact that Michelle is a Vogue expert does count yeah. against her for a Strictly dance because Strictly voters only like to see you do things you've learnt on the show. Like, if a gymnast did a couple's choice where it was basically just a gymnastic floor routine, people would just be like, no, not dancing, whatever. Uh, like, you've not learned that here. It doesn't count. You already yeah. know to do that. Well, I remember whenever Claudia did, like, her flips and stuff... They were the weeks where people would complain because it's like, oh, they're just resorting to her gymnastics. Yeah. It's a yeah. cop-out. Yeah, people like... Uh, strictly audiences like to see talented people do something they're not specifically trained in. Yeah. I mean... Which, to be fair, is the point. Yeah, that is the point of the show. So I think, actually, Michelle's expertise and history with folk dancing did actually count against her. Yeah. yeah, it was great she got to do it because it clearly meant a lot to her, and that VT was very powerful, powerful, yeah. and sassy Geo at um, the start. Oh yeah, yeah easy for preachers. Like, <laughs> we'll be clipping this for gifts, um, and I think this means she gets to go home for Thanksgiving as well. Yay! Which, uh, yes, I'm not saying it might have been in the original plan, but uh, yeah, Mama Visage gets to go and be with her girls for Thanksgiving. And also, I think um, it certainly made it clear to people that the couple's choice is not the safe ticket through. No. No. But, you know, she left as she came, being iconic, the iconic cha-cha, the foxtrot, this, and the shade to Tess. She gave it us all. Oh, yeah. Nice <laughs> Good chat, chat, Tess. Good chat, Tess. Good chat. Good chat, Tess. Um. <laughs> Do you know what I would have loved? If she just left the tower with that wig on and got on the tram. 
Can you imagine oh. what a Saturday night people in Blackpool would think? Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's Rue's birthday can... today as well. Aww. And maybe I'll cross-stitch um, good tractors. No, because you've got something else in this week you need to cross-stitch. I can cross-stitch a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, let's go. Dancing at Charleston and causing me to involuntarily yell, Hoist! It's Karim Zelwal and his partner, Amy. Hoist, Claxton. Yeah, I mean, I really thought we were going to get away with it, but then... No, we're never going to get away with it, it's Brockville. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to come from the ceiling. They they remembered, A, they had a hoist, and B, they had a CBBC person. So they did that weird... VT that made me think that uh, like my tea had gone funny. Um, <laughs> oh, that's I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Was it supposed to be like a Toy Story thing? Well, that's what it made me think of. Yeah. Um, because that, I mean, I haven't seen the first Toy Story since. Probably like, since it was in the film. It wasn't, cinemas. It wasn't a child. Uh, but I still remember that. It wasn't a Charleston arrangement of the Pharrell Happy from the Minions film. It was some other Charleston called Happy. Which is incredibly fast. Yeah. um, Well, it's fast. And so me and Emily were uh, talking to Hayley, who is one of our regular Twitter followers. I don't know if she actually listens to the pod. Uh, Hi, Hayley, if you do. About how... um, she she was being quite coy about how she found Karim incredibly irritating just because of the frantic, packed nature of all of his routines. Hmm. And that like that conversation with Haley, I think that might have coloured the way that I went into watching this routine because I knew that it was going to be fast, but I was hoping that there was going to be some dynamics to it like, the reason that Nirvana is good is not that they're loud all the time. It's that they go quiet, quiet, loud, quiet, quiet, loud. And, like, Karim and Amy can't just be, like, skill, skill, amazing bit, amazing bit. They have to, like, breathe as well. Otherwise, it makes you feel uncomfortable. I do wonder if it's because Amy's not had someone who can dance before. And so she's just and maybe she's got quite in. excited. Well, she, we know Amy's got quite excited. Well, yes, I I know that, but in the sense of choreography. Yeah. Well, she's uh, never had she's, anybody who can do all the tricks, so she's no, just like no, right or dance. <laughs> you know, this bad boy can fit fifty tricks inside it. I mean, I think yeah. that's why Craig gave it a nine because the Charleston he gives tens to. There are tricks, but it's not full out. There is some restraint. Why does Craig like the Charleston so much? Because he's theatre. Theatre, darling. Mm. I haven't seen him actually do a proper Charleston. I would like to see him do it. He can't swivel anymore. Is that his hip done? He can't clog down, so I can tell you that much. But you know, <laughs> but how? This, this, what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we can't continue. Meg. What, have you not seen his, um, uh, what's a oh, genealogy called No, I don't watch program. Who Do You Think You Are. Who Do You Think You Are? Uh, his, like, great, great, great 
uncle, something like that, was like a champion clunk dancer. And he very much isn't. And and they tried to, like, they got him some clunk shoes and they, they started him off. I mean, it looks hard. And I'm a tap dancer. Mm. But I don't tap wearing giant wooden clogs. You know? <laughs> I tap wearing leather shoes with metal taps. But Okay. Yeah, he struggled. <laughs> it was hilarious, but <laughs> Right, so it's Blackpool. We've reviewed all the dancers. Let's put put you on the spot. Who's gonna win, Meg? Oh, it's probably, I think, going to be Karim, if he can keep the votes up. It might be Emma, okay. but I'm trying not to think about that. Elliot. Oh, I'm going to say Karim, but there's pros and cons to every single person left now. It's That's the issue. It's absolutely not clear cut, is it? It's so no. messy. It's like Saffron being in the dance I've proved. She doesn't have a strong televote, like we thought. Karim, we don't really know him, but is he too good? Kelvin is the reserve. Will people go, he shouldn't be in the show to start with? It could be Alex. Neil's likeable. She's likeable. She's improved. She's not improved that much. But we said not, that not... about Stacey. And it worked. Mm. I don't think she's improved as much as Stacey. No. She still struggles, I think, with the like the more ballroomy routine. If I had to pick someone, I would say Karim, because he is the best dancer. Yeah. I think it's either Emma or Kelvin. Well, we shall see in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's getting close now. Can the British least... public be trusted to vote on things in December? God knows. No. At least Blackpool gave us Motsi speaking in German and she's shouting, I'll give you my hairpiece? Cross-stitching that. Mozi. Which I saw that several people go, Motsi wears a wig? Question mark. Yes. She does. Like... Like, do, do they know many no. black women? I, yeah. Clearly no, not. Clearly not. Well, like... <laughs> This weekend, we've uh, we've we've uh, had to make ourselves aware of the fact that a vast majority of the Strictly audience isn't comfortable around the gays and also doesn't know many black women. Oh, well, to be fair, we knew that from like every black woman that's ever been on Strictly. Uh Can we also point out after Michelle's routine the first time, they cut to the makeshift Winteria Illusions Lounge. Everyone is clapping and going mad, but Kelvin has stood there looking very lost by what just happened. He's like, uh-huh, what the hell was that? Like that really fixed grin? He had no idea. <laughs> but I think he was uncomfortable. He'd seen uh. something he didn't have the parameters to process. Anyway, something which we do have the parameters to process is Frock of the Week. Elliot, your nomination. Michelle, because wow. Okay, Meg. Mama Visage. I'm going to say Michelle, but also with a side order of OT. <laughs> yes. God, that's but, a perfect Oh, can I also just say that it really should have been House of Visage. I know, it should the, have been um, Maison. Like, that was... Like, Maison 
Doom Visage would be fine. But it should be but, house. But that's a French, but... Yeah. With the whole Marie Antoinette. But, um, it shouldn't have been the House of Michelle. No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It was showing, like, uh, ignorance a, a little bit there. Um, so that was a brief... Uh, uh, that was a brief episode of the Keep Dancing podcast, but there's only seven of them, and uh, like at this point, the series isn't giving us a lot to work with, other than no. Yeah. Do it's... we want to squeeze in five minutes of drag, drag chat? Or I can't because I've I've still not caught up. Um. I'm, okay, you I'm, you've I'm... got a treat. Okay. I I enjoyed the episode, but wow. Bagger did rent a JCB. <laughs> and kept taking. Oh boy! Oh, oh. boy! It's, right. it's something. Well, okay. So all that remains is for me to say good night, Elliot. Night, night. Good night, Meg. Good night. And good night to you, dear listener. I've been Ellie, and this has been the Keep Dancing Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>